Happy Birthday, Mr. President is a production of Big Four Enterprises, copyright 2020. I'm your host, Jeff Myers. And I'm your co-host, Carissa Slate. Our creative director is Shelby Myers, and our senior writer is Evan Myers. This is Happy Happy Birthday, birthday, Mr. Mr. President. It's another exciting episode of Happy Birthday, Mr. President. And I've got new sound effects. Today is John Quincy Adams' 253rd birthday. Yes. I got confused at first. I looked up John Adams. Nope. It's John Quincy John J.Q.A. J.Q.A. as we call him here on Happy Birthday, Mr. President. He was born on July July 11th, 17th, July 3rd. That's my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) But John Quincy Adams was born on July 11th, 1767. He was born in Braintree, Massachusetts. Braintree. Braintree. And the people of Braintree said, what a stupid name for a city. We're going to change our name to Quincy. Oh, really? Actually, it's not Quincy, Massachusetts. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, he was born there. And as you said... His dad was John Adams, yep. who was the second president of the United States. So they were the first father-son team to serve in the presidency. And just last week, we celebrated George H. or George W. Bush's yep. birthday because he and his dad, George H. W. Bush, were the were second. The second. So here we have John Quincy Adams, mm-hmm. and another interesting thing happened on this day in history, July eleventh, eighteen o four. I got nothing. You got nothing. Aaron Burr shot Alexander Hamilton. Oh, I was just talking yes. to my friend Micah, and she was saying she's watching Hamilton today, and this I haven't the, seen it yet. This is the anniversary of when Aaron Burr shot Alexander Hamilton. Now, you may ask, is there a tie? And yes, there is, between Alexander Hamilton and John Quincy Adams, because John Alexander Hamilton opposed... John Adams in the election of 1800, okay. thereby, well, John Adams had won the election in eight, 1796, and Thomas Jefferson was his vice president, because back then, the way the elections worked is the, is the person who got the most votes was the president, and the second most got was vice president. Okay. So in 1796, you had John Adams and Thomas Jefferson, and then in 1800, Hamilton opposed John Adams. Mm-hmm. Thereby, Thomas Jefferson won the election for president, and Aaron Burr was his vice president. Ah. So there's the tie between John Adams, Alexander Hamilton, and John Quincy Adams, because John Quincy Adams was his son. Gotcha. Wow. Long way around the tree for that one, wasn't it? (laughs) My laugh's not good enough for you, Dad. You have to have a sound effect laugh. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Well... John Quincy Adams, as a young boy, uh, traveled with his his dad, John, Mm -hmm. on a lot of diplomatic trips at a young age. At age 12, he went to France with his dad. And John Quincy Adams was a uh, multi-language linguist. He spoke French and Dutch and Greek and Latin and Espanol. And German, didn't he? He probably spoke a little bit of I German, I think he spoke too. German, because I read something he had... His Bible was in German. Was it really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yes. Wow. Yes. That is a very interesting fact. After he came back to the United States, so he's been over in Europe, and he was... Oh, he was a minister to uh, 
uh, aid at young age. I mean, yeah. uh, an aid in Russia to the yeah. yeah, and all this other stuff. So he came back to the United States, and with all this great education of having traveled, um, his parents wanted him to go to Harvard. Harvard. They felt that it was Harvard is where he should go. But uh, since he had all this education in Europe, he actually entered as an upperclassman. Okay. So he didn't have to take, you know, like freshman chemistry. Right. And, <laughs> didn't and, have to do the prereqs. Yeah, didn't yeah. do the prereqs <laughs> and what's freshman seminar yeah. and all this yeah. good stuff. So. <laughs> and John Quincy Adams actually graduated second in his class of 51. Oh, okay. And uh, he was 20 years old when he... I wonder who was number one. I don't know. They amounted to anything. They probably became some sort of a businessman or a highly paid government official. I I bet they're not in (laughs) any history books. I don't know. That would be good to research. So, well, John Quincy Adams uh, met a a lady, Louisa Catherine Johnson, Mm -hmm. and he married her on July twenty sixth, seventeen ninety seven, in London, England. Okay. And he was thirty years old when he got married, Mm -hmm. and. John Quincy Adams and his wife, Louisa, had four children. They had three boys and a girl. And their oldest son, they named George Washington Adams. Okay. And he um, committed suicide. Oh, that's sad. Jumped off of a steamboat. And this was, uh, this was after John Quincy Adams had been president. Oh, really? Yeah. While he was president? This is af- after, okay. after. So, um, yeah, so his, his oldest son, George Washington Adams, uh, committed suicide. Their daughter, Louisa Catherine, named after her mom, yep. uh, she, she died in infancy. Mm-hmm. And his second son, John Adams II, died when John Quincy Adams was in Congress. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So... Yeah, that's kind of kind of sad that yeah. he had four children and he outlived uh, three of them. Yeah, that is sad. That's terrible. So, uh, or yeah, and they uh, they had another boy, and honestly, I don't know what happened to him. But yeah. he lived he lived into his his adult yeah. age and everything. So, well, I mentioned that um, John Quincy Adams' uh, political career he he followed in his father's footsteps. Mm-hmm. I mean, he probably knew at a young age that politics was where he was going to make his hay, and he did. He was. He was a minister to the Netherlands under President George Washington, and he was minister to Prussia, which is uh, mostly Germany now, under his dad, John Adams. So, interesting. So, how old was he when he was doing this? He was young. In his uh, his 30s. Okay. Yeah, he was in his 20s and 30s when he was was doing this. Okay. he was a U.S. senator mm-hmm. from Massachusetts, and then he was minister to Russia and Great Britain under President Madison. Okay. And while he was uh, the minister to Great Britain, that's where he met Louisa Catherine. Okay. And uh, so that's why they got married in, in London. London. Okay. Yes, yes. That makes sense. Uh, he was called back by President Monroe mm-hmm. and was his secretary of state. Okay. So he... What a lot of jobs. I mean, yeah. minister to all these different uh, countries, U.S. Senator and Secretary of State. Um, and while he was second Secretary of State, he did he was involved in some pretty cool things about our country. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he helped to uh, negotiate the boundary between the United States and Canada. Okay. So he was involved in that. And he uh, 
worked on the uh, the deals with the Oregon Territory mm-hmm. and the Florida Territory. Yep. Uh, because, you know, there were different countries that had claims to those sorts of things. And he also worked on the boundaries for the Louisiana Purchase. Oh, okay. Yeah. Something interesting I found out that I had forgotten in my history books, but speaking of the Louisiana Purchase, Aaron Burr, mm-hmm. uh, after he was uh, had, had killed Alexander Hamilton, he was pretty much shamed in, well, in the public. Yeah. And he um, was pretty ticked off and was working with some people to actually take over the Louisiana Purchase as a separate country that he would run. Oh. Yeah. I don't think people wow. remember that Aaron yeah. Burr did that, so, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. But um, while John Quincy Adams and his wife Louisa lived in the Washington, D.C. area, they actually um, were failures at the... Uh, social game. Yes, and that's so interesting just because of how much he traveled and oh, yeah. interacting with all these different cultures, and then he was just like a socially awkward, oh, awkward he, guy. He was very awkward, and yeah. they preferred to stay at home and uh, not have social gatherings. So they'd stay home, and uh, they would they would binge Netflix like nobody's <laughs> business. I bet you they would. <laughs> I bet you they would nowadays. Yeah. Netflix and chill. You know, it would be the, the equivalent of Netflix or whatever. <laughs> and um, uh, John Quincy Adams, he admitted that small talk was just not his forte. Yeah. And, Which and I they, can appreciate yeah, that. Sometimes some you just want to dive into what matters to you. Some people just aren't good at small talk. Yeah. And one of the other things he said, he didn't learn to dance when he was a child. Mm-hmm. And he said, I think that hurt me socially. I bet because dancing was like a big part of the social culture back yes, then. Yes, it was. Yes, I like w- parties, you you danced, and not like dancing now. But what kind of dances did they do back then? Was probably it, like the two step. I don't know. <laughs> um, did they do like the? Um, uh, did, did they dance to this kind of music? Yes, I bet they did. Wait, that's the wrong one. I wanted. I'm picturing like. There we go. Maybe this. I, probably the first one that you played, actually. I'm picturing, like, Pride and Prejudice, the movie, and, like, I, where they're, like, he's... dancing. I doubt it was anything like this. <laughs> Highly doubt it. I'm, picturing... I'm John Quincy Adams, and my wife is Louisa. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was impromptu. <laughs> Yeah, he said he didn't learn to dance, yeah. and that was one of the things that he thought um, might have been, you know, uh, contributed to his um, awkwardness. Uh, as social adult. awkwardness. Yeah, yeah. President of the United States, he was elected in the election of 1824, and he served one term from March 4th, 1825, to March 4th, 1829. Mm-hmm. And he was 57 years old when he went into office. Now, the election of 1824 was a very interesting one. Yes. Because he ran against Andrew Jackson. Mm-hmm. And Andrew Jackson had the majority of the popular votes, but there was no majority in the Electoral College. No candidate had the majority there. So the election had to be decided by the House of Representatives. And they picked... And the House of Representatives selected John Quincy Adams. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And so you know what Andrew Jackson said? <laughs> he probably said it a little bit more... Uh, yeah. More colorful language than that. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing Andy, yeah. Andy Jackson, 
He was he was really disappointed, and he spent the next four years preparing for the election of eighteen twenty eight. Yeah. So, which uh, I think that's he pretty was consistent. Pissed. He was pissed. It was pretty consistent in our politics that if you lose in one election, the next day you begin working on the, yep. the next one. So. Yeah. Well, they were ruthless during the election oh, process in general. They were they nasty. They were mean. They said awful things about Andrew Jackson's wife. And yes, they did. Yeah. They did. Yeah. And, no, oh. No holding back from JQA. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They. I mean, they. the commercials they ran. It was unbelievable. <laughs> you had to just fast forward if you DVR'd. Yeah, you did. One of the things that uh, John Quincy Adams was focused on was he wanted to build roads and canals to link the country, mm-hmm. and he wanted to build a national university and an astronomical university, national university and an astronomical observatory. Because John Quincy Adams, he had a secret desire; he wanted to be an astronaut. Really, did he? So he started putting <laughs> together the space shuttle program. Now that might and have been somebody year? else. What year yeah, was this? I guess we we're in the eighteen twenties. So. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty brutal when he was president because he was accused of, of power grabs and he was in continual stalemate with Congress on things. Yeah. And as a result, he slumped into a state of depression. Yeah. And he lost weight and he had difficulty sleeping. So mm-hmm. now you're a doctor, right? I am a doctor. Yes. So For physical therapy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things he did to kind of help alleviate a lot of the stress is he walked at least four miles every morning. Yes. Yep. I also read that he was an avid skinny dipper. <laughs> yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yep, he walked and... See, I read, I read six miles, so I don't know. Oh. Yeah, but regardless, that's a lot. Four to six miles a morning, that's yeah, a lot. Yeah. And then a skinny dip? And swimming in the Potomac River yeah. in the Buff. And uh, he also puttered around in the White House Garden. So those are some of the things yeah. he did. That cardio boosts your mood. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. He, in the election of 1828 came around, so he ran again against Andrew Jackson. Mm-hmm. And um, his, his campaign team brought up, like you said, those old charges against Rachel Jackson of adultery. Yeah. Because if you recall, they married... Uh, Rachel and Andrew Jackson got married when they were thinking Rachel had received a divorce from her first husband, and they, she actually yeah. hadn't. So technically, uh, then she got a divorce, then they got remarried, and that thing. But anyway, um, and Jackson won the election, mm-hmm. as we know. And John Quincy Adams, he did not stay for Jackson's inauguration. Nope. And John, here's a little-known fact. John Quincy Adams and his dad, John Adams, are the only presidents... To not observe the courtesy of staying for their successor's inauguration. Really? Yes, because John Adams didn't stay for Thomas Jefferson's inauguration. Oh. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. So, crazy, crazy stuff. So, all right. We're getting into our section of... <laughs> a little bit of, did you know, true or false? True or false. All right. I've got a 50-50 chance. Getting these right. All right. Love that music. Oh my gosh. Stop the music. Okay. <laughs> I I really did more of a did you know. So let me see if I can um let me see if I can um True or falsify these true questions. True or falsify these. Okay. Here's okay. Okay. I'm gonna make these true or false questions. Okay, I'm ready. True or false. John Quincy Adams had a pet alligator that he kept in the White House. Based on the last conversation we had about exotic pets, I'm gonna go with true. 
That's correct. <laughs> yes, John Quincy Adams had a pet alligator named Allie. Named no, it. I don't. I don't oh know gosh. <laughs> What was the uh, raccoon's <clears throat> name? Rebecca. Rebecca. Yep. Rebecca the raccoon. All right. Here's the next question. John Quincy Adams was the first president to swim the 100-meter breaststroke in the Olympics. False. That's correct, too, <laughs> because he swam naked in the Potomac yeah. River, as we have discovered. All right. Isn't there, hold on, so side note, isn't there like a story of there was a reporter that was always trying to get an interview with jqa and there was a story later historians i guess decided it was made up but they said that she followed him down to the potomac and he was skinny dipping and she sat on his clothes and wouldn't let him have his clothes back until he did an interview i don't her. know if that really happened but you know what <laughs> <laughs> that would have been hilarious <laughs> you're killing me with these sound effects <laughs> all right true or false John Quincy Adams was the first president to take a selfie. True. Really? That's Well, it's not a selfie, but he was the first president to be photographed. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if you see the photograph, actually, if you, if you go to the Happy Birthday Mr. President podcast website, there will be a picture of him, and it is that picture of him. Sweet. When he is a very old man, and yeah. he's very... He's he's not a happy dude either. Yeah, yeah he's not. Yeah. He's kind of slumped over and Aww. yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah. So yeah, he was the first president to be photographed. And if you think about that, I mean, my goodness, back in the eighteen twenties. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, let's see. Okay. True or false? John Quincy Adams was the first president to win a Nobel Prize. True. Oh. No, I had to make that one up. Um, <laughs> the Nobel Prize was not first, uh, uh, or was established in 1901. Oh, okay. I thought I'd throw that out there because he was a diplomat. I mean, yeah. he, he did have a lot of relationships with a lot of uh, um, different countries and everything. Yeah. So um, Here's a little known fact. Um, Louisa Adams was the first foreign-born first lady. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Now. I had to um, uh, rephrase that statement mm -hmm. because in my resource book, it said that she was the only foreign-born first lady. Nope. But Got not anymore. Melania. Melania Trump now is the second mm -hmm. foreign-born first lady. But Louisa Adams was the first foreign-born first lady because she was born in England. Yeah. Yes. All right. So, yeah, very interesting. Uh, after, <laughs> oh, that was very funny. <laughs> After John Quincy Adams left the, the White House, um, he was elected to the House of Representatives in 1831, and he served in the House for 17 years. Yeah, he did. And after he was president. He's the only president to be elected to Congress. Yeah. After he was, well, that, I guess yeah. that's redundant. That's from the Department of Redundancy Department. Yeah. And I visited the Capitol, U.S. Capitol building uh -huh. in Washington, D.C., and on the tour, they took us into a room where the House of Representatives used to meet. Mm -hmm. And it was in a room where it's got a dome ceiling. Mm -hmm. And if you know anything about geometry, there are, there are certain parts of a room that you can stand in where the sound goes up, it bounces perfectly, and you can hear it across the room. Oh, And you can hear yeah. it like a whisper. And we did this. We experimented with this. Well, what I found out was that John Quincy Adams purposefully positioned his desk 
in that exact spot so that he could hear what they were saying on the other side of the room. Interesting. Yes. So he was somewhat of a spy. Yes. Well, he had... He... <laughs> <laughs> he when he was in the house of representatives he uh his he fought against slavery a lot he did yeah one of the things that i'm glad you brought up that point because one of the things that he did is he defended the slaves that were aboard the spanish ship amistad before the u.s supreme court mm-hmm. now i don't know if you know the story about this but there were 49 enslaved africans that were had been captured illegally mm-hmm. And they were on the ship, the Spanish ship Amistad, off the coast of Cuba. And they overwhelmed their Spanish captors, and they demanded that they return them to Africa. Uh, They established basically a court case, and it went all the way to the Supreme Court. And the U.S. Supreme Court uh, basically ruled that they were they were within their rights uh, because they had been captured illegally. Is there a legal way to capture slaves? Probably I mean, back then there was, but John Quincy Adams was the uh, the lawyer that defended the slaves and won the case, and they were freed and they were able to go back to Africa. Yeah, and it really cemented John Quincy Adams' um, uh, reputation as an abolitionist that he yeah. opposed, he vehemently opposed slavery. Yeah. Well, there was like um. What was it? It was something, a gag order or something where you couldn't talk about slavery in Congress. Or it That's was, right. Yeah, and he had that appealed. That's right. And so then once that was gone, then that's when he really started yes, yes. And fighting I know, against slavery. It, he, yeah, he did. And I know that in our history that um, the, the issue of slavery has been so contentiously fought over the, over the, the years, the decades, and even the centuries and that there were some presidents that were just, they were just, meh. Yeah. You know, they were, yeah. when it came to handling that issue. Yeah, really. And they would just kick it down the road to the next president. But John Quincy yeah. Adams was an abolitionist in his heart, and he yeah. defended those slaves uh, that were on the Amistad, and and they were freed and, and be able to go back home. Well, yeah, so, wow. Yeah. Uh, he did suffer a stroke that he mm-hmm. recovered from, but I think that it had some debilitating effects. Now, we've established the fact that you are a doctor. Yes. So, I mean, I would assume that if you have a stroke, it probably diminishes some of your physical capabilities. Oh, and yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When, how long did he live after his stroke? Well, he, his first stroke he had... Uh, now, how did they diagnose this stroke? Well, that's what I want to know. That's a good question. Did I they wonder, do an MRI? Like, I don't know if they CT did an scan? MRI or CT scan. Uh, <laughs> Do you think that they they uh, they use leeches? Did Probably. They, did they bleed they him? They saw where the leeches gathered, and that's where they determined the blood clot that of the stroke be. was. Yes. Okay. okay. Maybe we should put JQA <laughs> on an episode of blood or not blood. <laughs> he was probably definitely blood. Yeah. Well, maybe. Um, so he was in uh, he was in Congress, and there was a vote on a resolution to honor the veterans of the Mexican American War, which was a conflict that John Quincy Adams had opposed. Mm-hmm. And on the vote, he stood up and he gave a very loud and emphatic no, because mm-hmm. he, he opposed that. And then he collapsed. Oh, my god! So he collapsed in the House of Representatives. And two days wow. later, he died of what was a cerebral hemorrhage. Huh. And okay. Yeah. He died in, on... <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> little technical difficulty just there with the recording. But just I had just made the point that uh, John Quincy Adams died of a cerebral hemorrhage on February 23rd, 1848 in Washington, D.C., and he was 81 years old. Yes. So he had lived a very long life. Uh, he was a career politician and um, a very interesting fellow. You know, pet alligators, skinny dipping in the Potomac, and um, all kinds of good I stuff. Know. This is the 253rd birthday of John Quincy Adams. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Mr. Mr. President. President. Thank you all so much for listening, and we hope you'll join us for our next episode as we celebrate the birthday of another president of the United States.